right, everybody, we're here again for another episode of The Only Podcast with three Boston comedians. Watch the only show that they've never... Sorry, I got distracted. Do you know what? Head... Oh, all right. Your headphones blended into your hair, John Paul. I didn't think you were wearing any. <laughs> oh, anyway. wow. My hair looks that good, huh? Yes. It looks like studio headphones. <laughs> I actually just got back from the barber. I said, give me the studio headphone look. <laughs> and he said, are you sure? That gets you no puss. And I was like, that's what I want. I don't want any. No, that's not Keep true. Podcasting gets you lots of pussy. <laughs> we actually have a harem of ladies outside these doors. Won't you? Won't, if you're grinding up on a girl at the club and you want to seal that deal, you just lean and go, I have <laughs> yeah. You know what a woman do love when you tell them like what your favorite podcasts are. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And like if you want them to start just blowing you on the dance floor and just mention yeah. that you have a Patreon. The Patreon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of folks, we have a Patreon. Yes. Once a week we release a free episode where we watch the final episode of a show we've never even seen. And once a week we release sometimes a pilot episode that many of us have or have not seen. Yes. It's very good. You give us five dollars a month in your mother's phone number, and we give you five, <laughs> <laughs> we give you a weekly bonus episode. Whoa! Yeah. Zach is actually right now. What he's doing is he's getting into character. He is going to be going to uh, the America's Got Talent auditions. He's going to be <laughs> yes. auditioning as Andrew Dice Clay. No, it's going to be Andrew Thrice Clay because he's right. the third one. Right. And uh, he's it, like Gallagher too. That joke, my famous Dice Clay joke, will be behind the Patreon this week. <laughs> oh. <laughs> If you want to subscribe, Woo. famous. This is how you te- This is how you get people on board. I think. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so if you're someone who's going to be shelling out money now because of this dice clay joke, you know it's it's <laughs> worth it. It's worth it. What do you think is the podcast that gets the women most wet? Ooh. When you tell them you listen to it. When you tell uh, them you listen to it, the um, Dalai Lama's podcast. <laughs> Does he have one? Uh, he must. Dolly's kind of technologically hip. He charges a ton of money to see him live. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, he's like 130 bucks to see the Dalai Lama live at a convention center. Yeah, but how much time will he do? <laughs> does he do an encore? He does. A, does he uh, bring out his guitar and gay noodle about his stupid dead friend? <laughs> <laughs> he does a cold four-hour silent meditation on the girth of Chris Farley. <laughs> okay, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> Can you noodle on a sitar? That's you know what? A lot of people say you can't, but when you pay for these tickets, you get to see it live and in person. <laughs> so it's really worth it. It's totally worth it. The Dalai Lama. What does the Dalai Lama do? He thinks mostly. He's the spiritual leader of of, of, of uh, Tibetan Tibet. Buddhist. Yes, Tibet. Free Tibet, they say. How yep. do you apply? Uh, you don't. They choose you through like a series of mystical whatever. The right? Dalai Lama is reincarnated. What I nope. don't like about this specific. I was actually. Oh, I was going to give a we serious were gonna talk transition. On the Dalai Lama. That was sort of a teaser into our new, um, our new ads. Okay. <laughs> Indeed.com. <laughs> what? Indeed.com? Yeah. Oh, sponsored nice. by Indeed.com. Yeah, if you want to apply to be the Dalai Lama, you can apply at Indeed.com. You know what? <laughs> A lot of people think the benefit of ads is getting money, but it's actually just to talk about a company for no reason for 30 seconds. That's why we do it for free. We do pro bono ads for great companies like Indeed.com. Well, I don't know what Indeed.com is. Oh, it's a job. App. Well, why don't you listen? Oh. <laughs> we just got some copy. Indeed.com. Are you familiar with Monster.com? I mean, I've used it, but I found it's it like hard to that. use and difficult. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> If you've struggled with Monster.com, 
why don't you come over to the good side? That website made me feel like a monster, even though right. I was just looking for a job. Right. You probably also weren't using monster.com, right? You kept typing in monstercock.com. <laughs> <laughs> it just auto-filled on the browser because I had been to it so and long. that job application was quickly rejected. <laughs> <laughs> when I type in monster into my Chrome, it's like, oh, I know where you want it. You want it. I've, we've done this before. Very that- presumptuous, these new, these new browsers that just assume they know where you want to go. Google Chrome. I, I'm a Google Chrome guy. Yeah, what do you? Whatever <laughs> your voice. I don't know. It really cracked. It was probably Dice Clay coming to get my voice. Huh? Wait, what were you saying about the Tibetan monk? Oh, that what I don't like is the Dalai Lama has been reincarnated like 14 times, and this Dalai got on such an ego trip that he just says he's the last Dalai Lama. That's crazy. There's no more llamas coming after him. He's done. What? Really? Yeah. So he's, he's been reincarnating 14 times. But he's like, this is the last one. Now I'm done. So when he dies, what will happen to him if he doesn't get reincarnated? They will just go find another kid and make him Dalai Lama. And he'll be like, I was just kidding. So, oh, <laughs> yeah. so they'll tell the kid, the first thing you have to do, number one, is uh, point out that you actually did decide at the last minute right. to reincarnate. Yeah. What if they, how come, what if this guy, what if since he says he's not coming back, they can just. Bring him out as a, like a, a Labrador or something. He's like, this is him. He's, he decided <laughs> yeah. not to come back, but now he's coming back I as a dog. I think that would not be good because that would mean he like lost Nirvana status. That's true. Yeah. Probably for all his price gouging for his public <laughs> appearances. <laughs> Have they ever had a woman Dalai Lama? Uh, no. Dolly Lama? <laughs> That's a good idea. They like should have a lady. Dalai so they Lama. pick the Dalai Lama by like going through the countryside and they show a few of the Dalai Lama's possessions to a kid. And if he identifies it, then he's the Dalai Lama. There's a famous King of the Hill episode about it. Oh, is it's, it? Yeah, it's really good. Okay. Cool. Check that out. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So they what? Go- would you, what objects would you leave to, in order for your successor to pick you out? Yeah. This, um, once they touch this object, like they, they know this is they know it's yours. Probably my like. prostate tickler. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's the won't that the be holy <laughs> prostate tickler? I think that um, the Catholic Church could actually get a, a lot of use out of this whole reincarnation thing. Imagine if, like, you know, once you had been uh, sort of discovered abusing people at your parish, you could just kill yourself and then come back like in a new body. Yeah, and then boom, you walk right you you shoot yourself in the head <laughs> in the rectory, and then just walk in the front doors and be like, "I'm here to apply." And I'm sorry about that old mate, different guy. <laughs> then Jonathan Elias could just issue your apology. <laughs> Newscast. Tough one. <laughs> Jonathan Elias. <laughs> Dude, we got to get him on the pod. I think we so. probably could. He's totally failing, <laughs> propping up some fake news in Cleveland as we speak. What are you talking about? What's going on with Jonathan Elias in Cleveland? He moved. He got run out of town, probably. Because yeah. <laughs> of the angry, because of you and your mom's angry phone <laughs> yeah, yeah, calls? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you remember correctly, me and my mother called Jonathan Elias, News Center 5. After he reported on a house fire, he said, oops, too bad. Here's so, <laughs> a oops. He said, like, well, too bad. So I heard he's actually just gone to California because that's where he really wants to be. <laughs> he's just flipping off, fleeing people from the Wolseley fires. How do you think he'll report the Dalai Lama's death? Uh, probably by reapplying. <laughs> probably by opening up monster.com. <laughs> hey, I mean, anything mean indeed.com. <laughs> that was a... I really bobbed. Okay. Indeed.com. So... <laughs> What show did we watch, boys? We watched Guess. Guess. <laughs> <laughs> we watched Crash. 
Crash. It's Crash. A, we're back on the stars kick, baby. Yes, thank we God. We stepped away from stars I for was, a while. I was having withdrawal <laughs> symptoms. I was sweating. I was watching these shows, and I was like, uh, I've been watching shows the last a while, but I was like, this doesn't have the charm, the writing, the <laughs> acting <laughs> of a stars original no, program. Right. This the was fuck? a spinoff. From the Dave Matthews song "Crash Into Me," but you you probably love all that shit, right? No, I never was a Dave Matthews band fan because this girl in sophomore year of high school, Noel Budaboo, yes, she fucking had these. I'm gonna put together a spreadsheet with all the full names in the podcast. She would she would never wear shoes into class. It'd be winter. She never feet like all over the place and she would rub them all over the way and they were kind of heavier oh, feet and they would mean, heavier feet like well, they were, they were part of a heavier person <laughs> okay <laughs> oh shit and um she full name <laughs> insulting about her parents yes good no, go, keep she, going she was pretty okay wow there you go no no you saved it you saved it <laughs> she fine. would rub her feet everywhere yeah and, she, and then one day she was like a huge dave matthews band fan and being a prick that i was i was like they're gay and <laughs> Then she made me a bunch of CDs of Dave Matthews. To like try to convince you? Convince me to like them. She also probably wanted to fucking suck that dick, right? Yeah, I think probably. But I decided to just be stubborn and never listen to the CDs and also call them gay. (laughs) (laughs) Good for you. Did you take the CDs? Yes, I took them. I smashed them right in front of her. Really? <laughs> no, yeah, no, that'd be pretty. Do cool. you have them still? Uh, probably in my CD collection. That's a Patreon reward now. If, <laughs> you, if you subscribe in the next week, we will send you Jack's collection of DMB CDs. <laughs> nice. Yes. And you, these are these are picked by a true shoeless Dave Matthews fan. <laughs> so you know it's going to be like really good stuff. Like you know when he's in Africa or whatever. Satellite. He's from Africa, right? Yes, yeah, he's, he's from South Africa. Yeah. He's Ghanaian. <laughs> Gunna <laughs> Is he a Tutsi? Oh, Tutsi or yep, Hutu? He's a Tutsi. He's a Tutsi? Yep, yep. I think I remember on one of his uh, the cobbles of his CDs, he's uh he's cowering in a in a hut surrounded by machete wielding psychopaths. <laughs> Odell, Odell Rwanda was just a Dave Matthews band music video. Man, that's a sad movie. I haven't seen it. That's why I can make that detached joke. Nice, that's good. It is a bummer, but you it know. is a bummer. But it's it. You studied that particular genocide, I right? Learned a lot about Rwanda, and actually. Dave Matthews was the one who finished it. Him and Paul Kagame, they <laughs> marched in there <laughs> to shut it down. They actually saved all those people. Yes. The <laughs> space between was about the separation of the Hutus and the Tutsis. They're coming in, they were like, here we are shutting down Hotel Rwanda. <laughs> such a such a sad, such a terrible place. Such an awful thing to joke about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was really bad. 800,000 people dead in like a few days. And you know a what? A million in six months. Uh, we wouldn't be what joking happened to that it? last 200,000 took so long? <laughs> 800 in a few days, a million in six months? What you happened know, to it? They kept sitting there on <laughs> month three and saying, I wonder if Bill Clinton and his criminal <laughs> wife will ever show up. <laughs> so they kind of slowed it down. because they. Is it kind of like when you get that soap that kills 99.1% yes, of yeah, exactly. and like the last little bit? Is always the toughest. Right. Honestly, the reason it took so long was because that four-month period between the last 200,000, Dave Matthews just had a concert going. Yeah. <laughs> it was a four-month-long jam They were grooving session. around, yeah. yeah. The Hooties were going wild. So we watched Crash. Yes. <laughs> a show about racism. 
That's true. This uh, was a spinoff of the movie Crash. This yes, movie it was. Crash. The movie came out in 2005, I believe. And it won the it won Best Award. Picture, and it was actually super controversial. Very controversial. Very player. controversial because famously so. Famously controversial <laughs> because the same year Ang Lee released Brokeback Mountain. Which oh. I know you guys are probably pretty upset when it yeah. broke back Mountain lost that lost yeah. that award, right? The I rightful was. best picture well, award. Well, it won. It won in this bedroom. <laughs> it, it <laughs> <laughs> broke back Mountain was all about like. Um, Brokeback Mountain was like gay people. We all know what Brokeback Mountain is. <laughs> no, no, but it like depicted like it had nuance and it was like gays and bigotry and yada yada. And then Crash was just like very ham fisted, right? Is that the right word? Sure. Yeah, did you see it? I didn't see it. I saw Crash. Really? I thought it was good. Yeah. Except did for you, the part there's like a Did guy you like, vote for it to win Best Picture? I did. Okay. <laughs> so you're one you're part of the problem. Yeah, with the SAG Awards. <laughs> my SAG card. Nice. My saggy titties card. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but I remember thinking like, it, you know, it pulled at the heartstrings of a 14-year-old boy, but yeah. it didn't did it, like... It obviously did not cure you of racism. In fact, it <laughs> seems to have exacerbated it and made it significantly worse. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it... I never saw the Crash movie. It's and, super over the top. It's like, oh, oh. The the police officer who like molests uh, the woman that he pulls over also has to save her at the end, and it's like dang, are, it's like people are complicated. But wait a minute, this guy's a piece of shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> so right. you're saying that like it depicts a police officer being a piece of shit, somebody, but then he saves her at the end, so it's yeah. supposed to be like ambiguous. But really, you just shouldn't molest people that you pull over, exactly. And then you sh- that's not part of your job. Saving the people is part of your job, right? And then there's like a one like Arab guy who like wants to kill a black kid and then they're like you know it's it's just bad it, it, it really it like oh and then ludicrous is like see this white family they're gonna walk across the street because they're scared right ludicrous ludicrous is in does it does he narrate the movie i don't remember he I mostly throws elbows <laughs> throwing elbows <laughs> <laughs> uh so he's like Oh, these people are going to walk across the street because they're scared we're going to steal their car. This is so fucked up, man. This is so fucked up. I can't believe this happened. And then he immediately walks over and steals the people's yeah, car. Yeah. <laughs> and just like, so these people are just, it's like trying to say that racism is like, you know, not... A self-fulfilling prophecy? Yes. <laughs> I, I don't know what it was trying to say, but it was just trying to say that people are complicated, I think. Now but it's a tough message. Yeah. yeah. Now, and they didn't nail it at all. As someone who watched the movie, what did you think of the spin-off TV series right. finale that we watched? I uh, had no idea what was going on. This was and, complicated. And I Dennis mean, Hopper was in it. Dennis Hopper, man. Oh, King Koopa from Super Mario Brothers yeah. the movie. No way, really. He was King Koopa. He yes. played the Bowser character. He also invented the toilet, right? Oh, yeah, of course. The Hopper. Yeah, Hopper. Yeah, <laughs> P- King Poopa, they call him. <laughs> Of course, yes. <laughs> Who does anyone still call it the Hopper? I do. My cousin Phil does too. Uh, you may remember from the Patreon episode. Uh, Phil's, Phil's Fable. F- <laughs> Phil's <laughs> Fables. <laughs> Phil famously went to the bathroom once at a restaurant before any of us did, and someone said, "How's the bathroom?" He said, "It's a one hopper." It's a one hopper. That's for one John, one at a time. Oh, okay. So it's not like an area where there's a urinal and there's like a bathroom. It's one of those. It's one of those places. That's, it's one of those bathrooms that's good for doing coke or like you're <laughs> filling your. Bo- your vodka bottle. I'm this glad Phil you Fable is not great. It's more glad, of a Vinny well, vignette. No, John, John has brought up a big point. You said one of those, the thing with one hopper, a one hopper can have both a urinal and a John. Oh. But there's no separation between the two. Oh, okay. Wow. 
You guys ever been to one of those uh, restaurants where they have like uh, the shitter, but there's no like no st- door. There's no door. I hate that. <laughs> I cannot take that. Yeah, you guys ever dump in one of those sweet babies? <laughs> no. <laughs> have you? No. I remember I have. Eric Terrell used to run that show in Worcester. And in there was Marlboro. Speakers? Oh, Marlboro. Marlboro. Yeah, Speakers, yeah. yeah. And the bathroom there was like, it was like some urinals. And then yes. there was just like a cinder block wall separating the shitter. <laughs> and I was like, you're supposed to take a dump in that? Like, it's like. I did take horrific. a dump in there. You, you took, you took <laughs> yes. a dump in there? Yeah, yeah. It's not bad. I like it because. Um, so when you have your wife well, I mean, dance, I know, they I don't know, have to, they could just come right I through. I figured you took a shit in there because you did a set, right? Oh, <laughs> roasted. Woo! Hold up. Fuck you. Do you smell that? I think the oven's going with some <laughs> roasted burnt. <laughs> you guys are dicks, man. Oh, uh, that's Let funny. Me, but I had a funnier joke about how I like having no door on the stall because when I have a wide stance... The men can just come in easier. <laughs> yes. real, real mature. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's very mature, I think, to be gay. Especially <laughs> if you're Jack and you're like a mature man. <laughs> Someone in his mid-50s. What's the oldest man you would have said? <laughs> <laughs> Stan Lee. Dead one oh, day. Oh, I know. I couldn't believe that Bobby Lee died. <laughs> <laughs> As we record this, we are uh, still watching the memory of Stan Lee. Uh, Stanley Stan Tucci died? is dead. Stan, Stanley, uh, Stan just died because there was a huge elder abuse thing going on with him. Yeah, what? apparently, it was, apparently it took because he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> they abused him just right. He was now, like, kept being like, "Dude, I'm 94. Like, there are people in my family who keep moving me around and trying to steal all my money. They want me dead. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. So maybe we should look into this as a homicide. You think? <laughs> uh, let's open up the case and take it to the detectives on Crash. Yeah. Oh, oh good idea. Good shit. Well. I mean, I know this is the Boston Globe's review of. Yes, I like this. None of the stories or characters are remotely interested. (laughs) That is according to Matthew Gilbert, according to Matthew Gilbert's response to our inquiry for him to listen to our podcast. Uh, no response. <laughs> oh. so Did you really send it to yeah, Matthew Gilbert? Yeah, we sent one out to him. Wow, him. fake news, Matthew Gilbert. Yeah, fuck what you, a, Matt Gilbert. Hey, what a, hey, what a cool stupid it. question. You should be shut down. <laughs> I should pull your credentials. You're a loser. I should pull your cock with my mouth. <laughs> I moved on you like a bitch, <laughs> but I couldn't get there. Fucking Gilbert. Oh, Godfrey. What, <laughs> what a jerk. But wait, Stanley's dead. How are you doing? John um, Paul, as a nerd, as an <laughs> I'm flying. Uh, I, I'm flying my, uh, my shit. I gotta think of something. I'm flying my uh, my wedgie underwear <laughs> at half mast. <laughs> so I'm only. I only had my bullies pull it up halfway up my ass crack today, is <laughs> in memory of Stan Lee. He's he's kind of the Dalai Lama of the nerd world. Do you think what are, what is he leaving over that the new Dalai? The new nerd Dalai Lama needs to recognize. I guess probably those glasses he wore all the time. Oh, right. His suspenders. Uh, pointless cameos in these big blockbuster movies. Yeah, real self indulgent. to his sci fi game show, which lasted one season called Who Wants to Be a Superhero? Oh, I remember uh, this. Fat Mama. She was great and must have been a hit in the fat nerd community. <laughs> fat Mama? Was that the name of one of the superheroes? Mm-hmm. Yes, she was kind of an, a pro obesity candidate. Where she would, if kids were sad, she would throw donuts at them, and she had like donuts <laughs> on her ring. Yeah, really, and she would just do fat mama. Yes, yeah, she was killed by Michelle Obama. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised. Wow. You know how those first ladies go on killing sprees. <laughs> Sometimes they can't stop themselves. They end up with a. They end up machine gunning U.S. servicemen in Benghazi. <laughs> <laughs> it's happened before, you know. <laughs> 
Oh man, Mich- we have talked. This has got to be a record for, for not, not talking, talking about, about the show. show. Well, the show we're right is right really around bad. it. You know, we're running around. We're we tapping are. It. We're kind of like discussing the issues around the show, the way the show talked about race. You know, mm-hmm. Norm Macdonald said this today. Like, you can look at your life as a set of facts, or a show as a set of facts, or you know, you can just look at the overarching truth of it. So I, I like to think we're discussing right. the overarching And you are a big fan of the truth. Broad Strokes Breakdown. Yes. That's you know, what you're known for is the Give Broad Strokes. Give us the Broad Strokes Breakdown the of this BSB, episode. The BSB, the Broad Strokes Breakdown. <laughs> Back, streets, bank, breakdown. All right. <laughs> broad Strokes. We got a couple of things going on here. Uh, I would actually call this, there's no broad strokes here. This is what they call a loose ends finale. Okay. They yeah. knew they were going to be canceled. They tie a few things up. There's a murder. There's the solving of a cold case murder. Yeah, right. There's a cult. There's a son dealing with PTSD. Yes. There's racism. There's a Ferrari set on fire. Yes. yes there's by an a abusive psycho. boyfriend. There's a woman trying to crack into the movies. That Inez. Inez is. Um, Inez is sexy. Wow. How did you rate her on a scale of one to? I want to put my wiener in her face. Um. Uh, I. I want to put my wiener in a puss. <laughs> That's how much I liked her. Whoa. Very That's impressive. off the Richter. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's a uh, your baby, scale. your baby, crazy. Would you knock Inez up with a child? I would uh, knock any woman up right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Is your mom knock upable? I don't. It know. would be a high <laughs> risk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Do you feel like raising an autistic child? <laughs> That's uh, well, my, she my did little brother. did a good brother. job with the first one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Inez is uh, a super hot young actress. Uh huh. Inez is so sexy. hot. She's a very what's her what's the actress name? You have it up there. Moran Atias. Wow. Which can't possibly be here. Let her me real see name. it. Let me see it. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, Google it. Moran. Atias, what do you think she is? Maybe she's Iranian. Maybe. Oh no, God, that would be not cool. Why? <laughs> Just kidding. You would feel betrayed by the casting. Uh huh. Inez is a super hot girl. She's trying to break into the movie business, business. but she has an abusive boyfriend she named is Jimmy. Very Jimmy is a real she's piece Israeli. of work. Wow, good for her. So that means she knows how to fire a gun, and she yeah. knows how to keep uh, certain people off her fucking land. <laughs> she's of Morocco. We're taking sides, folks, in the Israeli-Palestinian <laughs> conflict. We're drawing a line in the sands, <laughs> just and that line cannot be crossed, or else we will run you over with a tank. Yes, that's how it's going down. Pro Israel forever, Donald Trump forever. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Trump moved the U.S. embassy to Jerusalem. We will also be moving this podcast to Jerusalem. Now, people say uh, that it's going to bring about the end times. They said they wrote about it in Gog Magog yeah. and the uh, and the prophecy of series finale. The third temple is the bedroom studio. <laughs> uh, and the twelfth horn is uh, our newest Patreon episode of podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go check that check out if you want to know. Seven what horns to do. or twelve horns? I don't know. Yeah. Too many horns. Three horny men, right here. That's right. <laughs> Put those all together. Inez has a scumbag boyfriend named Jimmy, Jimmy, and he's holding her back. And he might be the worst actor I've ever seen. In my fucking. You life. think so? He was oh. not. You have a vendetta. Why? <laughs> Jimmy, he was not that I bad. hated Jimmy. He was so I gross. Love, this is a character, I think, this type of character of guy who is trying to hold back his super hot girlfriend. Right. I think it's very common in like like movies, stuff about movies, because I think it's a very common thing that probably happens in the movie business. 
Not as much as I think in real life. What I don't think it happened you, in real life. You were kind of close to the pornography business. Okay, for, that's true. <laughs> for a few years. I was very close to some magazines. <laughs> Did you I would touch this? them with uh absolutely. This happened all the time. I was actually one of my jobs on the porno sets <laughs> was that I was there to sort of distract and diffuse the situations wow. caused by renegade Jimmys who would come in How there. Would you do that I by would, kissing Jimmys? <laughs> <laughs> I was uh I was what's known as a bluffer. Right, so I'm there to sort of distract with my hand jobs, you know. Okay, yeah. Jimmy shows up pissed off and fired up, and I stroke him off, and he he's like, you know what? This feels better. I got. I feel good. I gotta go. Yes. <laughs> Do whatever you want to her. What do you think that this isn't that common in real life though? I've never been with a woman and was like, I don't want you to succeed. Uh, yeah, no, but women don't, you don't do ha- that to men. And when you're with yeah. a woman, you don't have to say it out loud. Just you being around makes it makes that a prophecy <laughs> that's gonna happen. Oh, I'm so I'm ragging on, Damn, on Jack. Dude. I'm sorry. I'm just Damn, kidding. dude. Dude, I'm just Damn. kidding. These are just jokes. Hold on, let's buy the podcast. Hey, listen, I'm, just joking <laughs> I'm just joking. Yeah, well, sometimes it hurts my feelings. I'm sorry. Listen, do you want do you want a bluffer hand job real quick? <laughs> make things better. Do you want me to succeed or not? I want you to come. <laughs> Yeah, we can make that happen. <laughs> All right. Okay, we're back. Uh, so I, we just Jack like, feels much more relaxed. Yeah, yeah I'm feeling good, man. <laughs> we just had to pause for um, 15 seconds. Is Station all identification. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Jimmy is uh he's holding her back. He's uh he's hanging around the movie sets when she's trying to film her scenes. Yeah. Right. I think I could see myself as this kind of guy. I really? Oh yeah. <laughs> I would want to hang out at the movie set. There like, we go. There's my girl. <laughs> Way to go. You're killing it. Would you make a scrapbook of your wife if she became a movie <laughs> star? Yes. Like day two on it would babysitter be, with uh, Vin Diesel. It would probably be hard. Like I'm not a very jealous man, but I do think that if like my wife like became like super famous or something, I would be like, <sighs> you would be resentful. Yeah, I'd be like, she's not enough. What if me. she became famous for killing her husband? <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably be pretty pissed. You mean like Phil Hartman's wife? Yes. <laughs> Rest in peace, Phil. Mm. I say fuck him. <laughs> Phil, fuck Phil. Phil, we, we haven't forgotten about you. Hey, they where's say Phil Hartman's tribute song? Doesn't Ooh. exist. So did probably you have to wait for Daryl Hammond to come out with a fucking <laughs> come out with a fucking player with a xylophone and be like, Bing bang boom boom boom, <laughs> Bing bang boom boom boom. We loved you in I don't know. He was even in any movies. News radio. He was in Wayne's World, I think. Phil Hartman was he in Wayne's World? I don't know if he was. Damn. Was he? In, was was Phil Hartman in a movie? Let's do it. Phil Hartman, we <laughs> loved you. <laughs> wait, wait. Uh, Phil Hartman, you were the funniest on Saturday Night Live. So it was such a tragedy when your wife shot you in your sleep. My best <laughs> friend was Phil Hartman. He was funny like Cartman. But at the <laughs> end of the day, he died like Kenny. Oh, Phil Hartman. <laughs> I nice. love you, Phil. <laughs> now it's, then you'd have yeah. Matt Parker and Trey Stone come out <laughs> to like, and they start doing the South Park voices, joining in. S- Phil Hartman was a friend, and I did love him truly. <laughs> Some of my friends thought we were gay, but it wasn't true. <laughs> he was just in Jingle All the Way. Oh, he wasn't Jingle All the Way. <laughs> he was good in that. He was like the, t- the dickhead neighbor. Yeah. Phil Hartman. <laughs> I'm glad we had this format down so well. I pointed it out to you guys. Phil Hartman was funny. I like to 
be his bunny <laughs> and sometimes we'd get a little crazy watching peewee's playhouse <laughs> phil hartman was in there just look real close <laughs> oh man that was good stuff, was good stuff. <laughs> one yeah. more movie he i don't know i could the simpsons too <laughs> if you guys were going to try to uh, set, uh, completely derail your wife's burgeoning movie career do you yeah. guys know what steps you would take to do it because i gotta tell you he hangs around the movie sets and i'll talk more about what he does later but what i would do to sort of mess up her career yeah um what i think i would probably do is sleep with the with the main star like Tom oh, Cruise or something wow yeah. and that ruins their chemistry right that would so then when like so because she would go to kiss him and she'd be like oh your lips taste like my husband's cock <laughs> <laughs> then when Tom Cruise or whatever is supposed to be eyeing my wife in his big scenes, mm. I'm just standing off to the side, <laughs> massaging my my bulge in my pants, and he's staring at it. Well, and he's, then he's squinting. Yeah. actually, <laughs> <laughs> he puts on his cheaters. <laughs> he puts on his cheaters, and he goes, "Oh, that's what that is." <laughs> he puts on his cheaters, and he sees him. <laughs> And Mick G, he goes, cut, 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 Tom, Tom, Tom. You're supposed to be staring at, uh, you know, who would my my movie star wife would be Julianne Moore. Zach, who would, um, how would you stop your boyfriend from succeeding on the film? (laughs) Uh, Classic. (laughs) Classic gag. Um, Zach lets out a couple of classic gags in the trailer. (laughs) Come on. Yeah, I would Come show on. up. I, this is what I did. So I would show up, and my boyfriend would probably be in a remake of Annie, but all gay. An all gay <laughs> remake of Annie. Fanny? <laughs> <laughs> and I would just kind of show up. And what I would do, I'd say, oh, hey, is that the script? Could I look at that? And I would do my famous reading glasses. <laughs> it's a hard cock life for us. <laughs> nice. It's a hard cock life for I us. I assume everyone in this remake of Annie is 18 plus. <laughs> <laughs> it, it wasn't my job to check the papers. <laughs> Your boyfriend? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> He's 70. Okay. Oh. Daddy, Daddy, da- Daddy Warcocks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he likes to watch other men have sex with Fanny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a good remake. Yeah, I feel like we're there's so strong themes and stuff coming together, even just as we riff around with it. Yeah. <laughs> Fanny, Daddy Warcocks. Uh, it's a hard cock life. It's a hard cock life. More porridge, please. <laughs> That's David Copperfield. What's the, oh, that's You're thinking of Oliver Twist. Oh, Oliver well, Twist. Well, the twist in the new Annie remake <laughs> <laughs> is that it actually is has an homage to Oliver Twist. <laughs> oh, man. Fanny's going to be great. Yeah, Fanny's going to be hot. So, yeah, that's a... I wouldn't even be... I wouldn't even... I would just... I would say... You know what I would do to make my wife not succeed in the movies? Yeah. I would convince her to get breast reduction surgery. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> how, let me, all right how does that go though what do you you go like listen your titties are too beautiful and huge <laughs> no i say oh your titties are so this would pain me to do it it would i would struggle. you'd have to really sh- you'd have to i'd have to find you'd have to act yourself ironically you'd <laughs> yes, have to become a great actor yes i would take classes and i'd have to be like oh your your breasts are uh they're they're gross because they're so nice so and plump. You, you wouldn't go back pain angle 
Uh, no, because I, I, um, he's only she, she wears a back brace already. <laughs> uh, you do come from, you seem to come from like the Shatner school of acting where when you act, you like take just a bunch of pauses where you're like, <laughs> your titties are ugh, <laughs> gross. Your big voluptuous breasts. Yes. Yes. You're, um, hate them. I hate those sweet, juicy tatas. <laughs> <laughs> and then she'd be like, do you want me to do something about it? I'd say. There's one thing you can do. I got you this gift card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would say you know what you need to get him. Get what him do they smaller. do with the stuff they pull out of the breast? They give it to the husband. They put it on him. <laughs> <laughs> they put it in his penis. Whoa, yeah. nice! I read there was just a guy who died from injecting silicone into his penis. Really? Oh, yeah. God, that's was gross. that Stanley? <laughs> <laughs> his uh, his great grandson was like, da- uh, "Granddad, I'm gonna give you a bigger dick." <laughs> It'll be great for your cameos. Is Stanley Asian? No. no. Wow. There's a lot of white leads, famously Robert E. Robert E. Lee, yeah. No, he was Asian. <laughs> <laughs> he was America's first Asian. Yeah, he committed seppuku when he lost <laughs> the Civil War. He I was believe. the last samurai. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta watch that movie. That movie seems real dumb, though. No, I think it's really good. Well, th- that was the way. That was the set that your wife was on, where you convinced her she had a starring role, and then you blew Tom Cruise. That's right. right. <laughs> Uh, I when I'm when I'm on set uh, and then Tom Cr- and I'm getting blown. I'm the fast samurai, <laughs> as in I come quick, really quick, good. pathetically quick. Some would say, <laughs> really fast. That. Now that's not the only major scene that, that really stuck out to me in the show. That's kind of the best one, though. Oh yeah, <laughs> but Jimmy shows up to a, a big party, and what he does is he sets her boss's car on fire. Yeah. Which, not very original, because he had previously keyed the boss's right. car. Right, I yeah. thought he was going to self-emulate. Oh, yeah, me too. I thought he was going to light himself on fire, because it's very dramatic. Everybody's right. like freaking out. Yeah. And then he just lights the car on fire. It's <laughs> kind of stupid. Or, it, or I thought it would link up to the house and the whole house. Yeah, yeah but it, but they didn't have the budget for that type of explosion. Right. That's, I think that's a pretty serious crime, lighting a car on fire. Really, you think? I think so, yeah. I think anytime you set... A fire deliberately, it's a big it's a big deal. Dude, Bryn Hartman had some serious knockers. <laughs> yes. <Come on>. Yes. <laughs> she did. <Where>? Uh, <laughs> she, Perfect. Is she still alive? No, she's the one who killed herself after she oh, killed Phil. Damn. Why did she have to do that to Phil? Back pain from the knockers. <laughs> <laughs> she couldn't live another day. <laughs> she, and Phil would not let him get a re- not let her get him reduced because he didn't want to take that those breasts into on his oh, himself. Man. Those are nice. <laughs> <laughs> wow, those are the ones that took I don't around. need my cheetahs for these. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You see him jump all? Ooh, yeah, they look good. Yeah. Phil Hartman. That She is dead in that picture, so that's a little fucked up. She's not dead. dead <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were looking at crime scene photos. <laughs> nice, looking good. Uh, yeah, he sets her car on fire. Yeah, he sets the car on fire. It's a big party. It's a big industry party. She is not invited. Yes, yeah, he's not invited. It's, and she sort of throws him under the bus. I don't know if I've ever well, gone to a party that I wasn't invited to. It's rude. Have you, you ever never li- been to a party? <laughs> I'm gonna. I don't know why I don't get invited. I don't know. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. Uh, I'm the life of the party. I drink so much. I know. You know? That's true. <laughs> it's surprising that you're not invited to all the parties. <laughs> hey, my my next uh, sober party, you're gonna be invited to. Just nice, to bring dude. a little. Dr- I won't. That. I won't drink anything. I'll just. Uh, I'll just directly inject vodka into my bloodstream. <laughs> you you know, Steve O did that. No way. Steve O was in bad shape. Yeah, but then he got sober. Now, now he's, he's God. <laughs> 
<laughs> now Steve-O is the new Dalai Lama. <laughs> That's why the Dalai Lama is not coming back. He's ceding the throne to, to Steve-O. Yeah. Steve-O does stand-up now, too. Yeah. That he basically invented I, the genre at this point. <laughs> I think he's done sort of a one-man show. Yeah, maybe you... Okay. I, I think he... It, it, he like staples stuff to his body still, and like he start. I guess he had a special that he recorded, and he paid a UFC or an MMA fighter to right. start off the special by choking him into unconsciousness, <laughs> and then he woke up and started doing a show. That That's is pretty so cool. Weird. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah, but he's I had like some. It. He had some real famous meltdowns. Adam Carolla had a very short-lived uh, one-season, mid-season replacement Comedy Central talk show, right? And I used to watch this, and this show was great because was it, was, it? It was no, it was really bad. But <laughs> what was funny is that Adam Crow was doing it, and you could tell he knew it was bad when he was doing it. And probably the most famous segment was that he had Steve O on when he was a drinker, and Steve O came on like blackout drunk, <laughs> like fuck. He destroyed the studio. He like pulled the. Ch- he, they had a glass coffee table. He pulled his chair out and jumped through it, shattered it, <laughs> cut himself pretty badly. <laughs> And Adam Carolla is just like, ah, gosh. He's like, man, Gria, I hate this. I, what I really remember of the show is that they tried to retool it halfway through, and they would take calls from people, and he would be like, let's go to the phones. And they would go to a graphic, and it would go, who's on the blower? And he'd be like, oh, that's right, who's on the blower? <laughs> he, like, forgot what he was supposed to say. So I, I'm not too familiar with his work. He's mostly a call-in radio guy now, right? Adam Carolla? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, he, Colin. But he actually, he was one of the guys that was on the ground floors of podcasting. He's yes, like a podcasting he's one of our, pioneer. He's like our Dalai Lama. He was like kind of like he was like the podcasting Howard Stern for a while. Everybody would listen to his podcast. Yeah. It was like the most popular podcast out there. That's the one. If you tell women that you listen to the Adam Carolla podcast, they'd come immediately because of the Man Show. <laughs> and he has a he had a product he would push on there called Mangria, which was sangria but for men. <laughs> That's so funny. Because men sold none of it. Because men cannot drink sangria because no. it's too like I'm a, it's a too much of a pussy drink. Right. Me, and Jump, me and Zach can't drink it. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I sip on it while watching Fanny <laughs> on, on my computer. <laughs> you enema it while watching Fanny. You mean? Butt chug. BC. Stevo. Butt chug. Butt chugger. Butt chugging. Yeah. You guys oh. never got that far into the alcohol. No, I never. No, I never poured anything in my boat. No, I bet we could get you guys. That actually, I don't think you guys <laughs> actually took liquids in as much as you expelled them out after you were done with sex, right? <laughs> of your anus. All right, I'm just saying. Come on, you're, man. Saying you're gay. Come on, it's it's too far. We're friends here. It's immature, John. Hey, listen, I'm, like, I didn't mean it. I'm sorry. I just, sometimes I don't know where the line is. You know, it's like we're doing this. The lines are anuses. You know, <laughs> I think we could settle this before we go back from the pod with the. <laughs> I just gave Jack. You want one too? Another one, boy. Oh God! All right, here we go. All right, we're back. <laughs> so, uh, all right, let's talk about another part of the show. Oh yeah, I think the other thing, of course, that stands out to me is the death cult. Yes, there's a yes. death cult, and the death cult is trying to start like a helter skelter. They've war. kind of pulled off a Al Qaeda move where they're claiming credit for a murder that they didn't do. Yeah. So a couple of rogue detectives. Did Al-Qaeda do that? Yeah. Al-Qaeda would do that all the time. They'll claim anything. They claim 9-11, and that was obvious. Right. Bush. <laughs> 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 
You know. <laughs> so. Do you think he was mad when he read that in the paper? He was like, that was me. I did that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't say nothing, but that was me. That's fucked up, man. You mean, you mean <laughs> when his assistant read him the papers? Oh, oh wow. Famous, yeah. Nice. Famously Dumb W. <laughs> dumb W. Do you guys ever watch that movie about with Josh Brolin where he plays W? It's Are supposed it? to be humanizing. It is humanizing. Josh yep. Brolin is so good. He's just an incredible actor. I sometimes feel bad for W. Uh, I, don't. I don't. I he don't. got to be leader of the free world for eight years. It's yeah. You've uh, we've always said you feel bad for certain presidents, but I I think I stand with Zach with this on this one. When it's not that you can't really feel that bad for them when they're. I the feel bad p- for any president because it's like that's a tough spot. No. What about the like shadow that? president? No. <laughs> I mean, I'll praise. Pra- I'll praise B. <laughs> <laughs> I like Jimmy Carter though. Still a good guy. Not a great president. Good no, guy. No, he got me too'd. What? <laughs> I just no, kidding. he didn't. <laughs> I just wanted to wow, see Wow, he's like the Mr. Rogers of presidents. That would be upsetting. Of, yeah. Oh, well, if you found out if he was touching peanuts down on the farm. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a death cult, though. The death cult. Do they say a name? Uh, no, I, I don't know. Hey, but I, I actually started a cult pretty recently. Did you? Yes. And um, we're, we're really picking up steam here. So it's moving so quick. <laughs> uh, the name of the death cult is uh, what's that? <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, it's okay. It's okay. Um, it's called um, it's called uh, the MWSV. Okay. MWSV. Should we guess what it could stand for? Oh, we can guess if you want. All right. All right. So. Uh, men with small vaginas. Okay. <laughs> My one. wife slurps Vin Diesel. <laughs> okay. Ooh, that's no. a one. I'm not done. I'm not done. Uh, um, Mandingos <laughs> win uh, secular secular vehicles. Mandingos okay. win secular vehicles. <gasps> None uh, of that's right. My wife <laughs> self vasectomy. <laughs> <laughs> those, those were all close. I appreciate you trying, but it's actually we are the men who steal valor. Oh, yeah. I love it. And we are called to uh, we train dip men and women in how to take advantage of soldier specials at diners <laughs> and discounts at Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> What's the uniform? <laughs> we, well, yeah, we, we would also teach our guys reversal tactics for if a real soldier accuses them of stealing. Valor, oh, right? nice. Such as calling them fags. <laughs> Oh, wow. And throwing firecrackers to create a PTS breakdown, giving <laughs> us time to run away. <laughs> we wear fatigues and bandanas. Nice. Nice. And to join, you have to amputate a limb <laughs> of our choosing. Whoa. As the leader of the cult, though, I decided to not take part in that amputation process. Yeah, that's for the followers. And the women don't have to either. Oh, okay. Men who steal valor is more honorable than any group because we are honest about our line. Right? <laughs> okay, I like this. And we also teach our more artistic members how to enjoy... What was s- that word? Artistic. Oh, okay. We also, <laughs> we also teach our more artistic members how to enjoy sex with the same sex... So they get more bookings on stand-up comedy shows. <laughs> oh, nice. That seems stolen, like a needless stolen against gay comedians. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd say it was very necessary. Yes, I agree. That was, I've been in that cult for many years now, MSVW. If you guys want to apply, let me know. What was your haul this weekend? I made uh, $73 over 18 hours. Whoa. I heard you also got a free Denny's Grand Slam because it's <laughs> Memorial Day. We're recording this on memo- we're recording this on Veterans Day. Veterans. Yes. Give it up for the troops and me. Formerly Armistice Day. All right. Really? This is my yeah. cult. 
I didn't actually give them a name. But uh, the problem with so many cults is that the narrow focus constricts their potential membership base. For my cult, I will use something that everyone loves, Olive Garden, to lure them in <laughs> to our extremist ways. We will eat bottomless breadsticks while wearing our official uniform of bottomless hospital johnnies every night <laughs> at sundown. Then we will go around the neighborhood reinforcing our mission to end climate change. We will go to homes that use air conditioning and convince the roommates to institute an AC tax <laughs> on any person <laughs> weak enough to need an air conditioning unit. The fine will be $1 million. <laughs> the elderly will not be exempted. In lieu of a fine, they can mud wrestle the cult leader or just kiss him. <laughs> <laughs> that wow. sounds good. I also, like you, uh, started, I founded a sex cult. Nice. Uh, now, like a lot of these sex cults, it is an extreme branch of a particular brand of Christianity, all right? Okay. So br we split off from the Mormons, all right? So there's the LDS, the church, the, right? Is that what they're called? Yep. The LDS church, but there's also the Mormons that believe in polygamy. But I right. take it a step. I'm even more extreme than that. Okay. And I said I am the reincarnated prophet of, um, what's the guy's name? John Khalid John Jake. Khalid Smith Muhammad. <laughs> I am the reincarnated prophet. And um, we have a sex cult, but we also focus a lot on uh, diets. And uh, most wow. of the people that worship Jesus Christ, they treat their bodies as a temple. Right. And Jesus would spit on that. He would say, <laughs> the temple is a temple. Your body is there to be abused. And so okay. we focus that on... That was Book of Matthew, Yeah, right? we focus on eating uh, ranch dressing and ranch-flavored foods. And we are the Ranch Davidians. <laughs> And so, <laughs> and so we have a compound where we eat, sleep, and live a ranch dressing and ranch flavored uh, nacho chip lifestyle. Okay. Wow. And I also bone whoever I decide I want to, much like uh, the guy who was in charge of the Branch Davidians. I forget his name. <laughs> David. Oh, David uh, Spector, I believe. Duchovny? <laughs> David Duchovny, <laughs> rabid baseball fan. He is going to be one of our number one guys because we also have a whole uh, wing devoted to online sex addiction. <laughs> we encourage it. Uh, it's good for the environment. It's good for the earth to just sit in front of a computer all day <laughs> rather than you know using resources, going to those. You know, it's better, for be the, it's better for the environment to just sit and look at pornography all day rather than using resources doing things like going to work meeting right. with friends or loved ones I think building this, a social relationship this with is an issue that our cults could collaborate on yeah. as long as nobody uses the AC to cool down <laughs> after a particularly <laughs> hot session <laughs> this cult in this show they were uh, they were just raised baiting. They were raised baiting. Yeah, it was baiting, not yeah. cool. They were trying to they start They used the N-word a lot. Yeah. yeah. Quite a bit. We they hated are. it. Yeah. Well, Zach loved it, but no, I, I hated, hated it. it. I hated it. Uh, when I wrote it, I, I put little stars on the G's. <laughs> wow, so you really hated it. Yeah, so I was against it. Um, they're what, trying, we, they're when trying it to. Came, when it came up on the show, I yelled, I hate this before Zach did. So. No, nice. no, I was yelling, I hate this <laughs> constantly from the second the show started. <laughs> they were trying to uh, sort of start, spark up the race war that Charles Manson tried to spark up. I didn't realize Manson was a racist guy. I don't know much about Manson. Um, I know kind of a lot about him. Really? Indulge us. 
Um, so he, you don't have to talk while you chew <laughs> on a sandwich. <laughs> he was like a hippie guy who wanted to be a musician, and he um g- he got into fucking a bunch of people, hippie free sex stuff, and he convinced them that he was going to start a, a race war. Um, these convinced them a race war was inevitable, and he was trying to spark it off so that once they start the race war, they could then go underground and reemerge once the blacks had killed all the whites and sort of uh, you know rule over the world. Basically, that's what that was their thinking. So why does no one ever talk about that Manson was just like a virulent racist? It I seems think, crazy that people. I don't know if people like have it. to talk about it because he has uh, he had a swastika tattooed on his forehead. <laughs> so I feel like yeah, I feel like maybe people thought that was already kind of out there. Sure, in the world. yeah. <laughs> Who's the woman he killed? Sharon Stone. Sharon famously, Tate, right? Sharon Tate. Sharon Tate. Yeah, they they targeted big Hollywood stars. Roman Polanski's wife, right? Damn. That fourteen year old. <laughs> no, she was an adult, and it was only in his grief that he went after uh, and raped a poor girl. That's terrible. Damn, terrible. Yeah, and fled the country. Why yep. didn't Manson kill her? Kill him? Kill? Oh, Polanski. Polanski yeah. Like probably they had probably too much in common. <laughs> he was like, "I love his movies." <laughs> uh, but yeah, these guys are trying to restart this race war. And um, what are they, are they? Cops that have them like at gunpoint? No, they're like I thought they were. Oh, they might have been. Uh, or it, it Dennis Hopper may have been a policeman, or may have not been. But he had a daughter who was killed, and they weren't finding out any info. So he had pressed them to get some info, and then maybe these two guys he had met along the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was kind of my guess. They start using the N-word a lot. No. Yep. But I, co- I fast-forwarded through that part. The black cops, they don't kill these guys, though. Mm-hmm. No. They're good. They're cool. They get them confessing to two murders. and then Which they didn't do. Stolen Valor. Mm-hmm. Oh, cult members. Mm-hmm. Stolen Valor. I love the women, men who steal Valor. <laughs> um. Do you think that um, Dennis Hopper must have been on some really hard times? Because he's like sort of a well-known nutcase, and for him to do this show must what have been What do you mean weird. he's a well-known nutcase? Uh, I don't know Dennis Hopper personally or professionally. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't see each other at the office? No, he's I, probably I, too I, busy on the John, on the <laughs> Hopper. I think Dennis Hopper is like sort of well-known to be like a hard-to-work-with crazy guy. Oh, then it makes sense he would do this horrible show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because, yeah, he just takes whatever he yeah. gets. Uh, is he alive? I think he died, right? Um, this is for my friend Dennis Hopper. <laughs> 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 well, your death was so bad, it curled my toes, and I remember you when watching Super Mario Bros. <laughs> I think he died. No, I don't think he's you dead. invented. He should be in more movies and stuff. Then that resembled your career. Oh yeah, you were like a toilet full of vomited beer. <laughs> oh, Dennis what, what's the date Hopper. of his death? May 29, thousand ten. So very Hold shortly on. after this came out. That was for Dennis Hopper. Wow. <laughs> so it, he he died like right after this aired. Basically, that's sad. This, this probably killed you, him. Yeah, this role. You, but do you think he knew he was getting canceled? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a possibility? Oh man. Oh wait, we haven't even. We got to get to the very end of the show yeah. quickly. So then there's this crazy kid who buys a gun, and the show starts off with him like shooting a bunch of people in his dreams. And we initially know he can't get a gun because he has a restraining order. Shoots him on a softball field. Yeah. Weird. It was very weird. It was like a pro baseball field. It was a nice field. Nice. Yeah. And then he the company was in the back going. Woo. <laughs> Love that. So then he goes and um, he hides the gun at this award ceremony that some guy that he hates is giving for because he's starting a Seth. city. Seth is starting a city for the homeless. Byzantium. It's called Byzantium. 
Byzantium, Byzantium, which is famously a W.B. Yeats poem, Sailing to Byzantium. And that poem has a line in it that starts off, it says, this is no country for old men. No mm-hmm. way. Yeah, a little tie-in for the, uh, for the boys. <laughs> this is... Oh, this that is it says that is no country for old men. Wow, wow, yeah, a little bit of literary. So Byzantium is going to be a place for homeless people. So I imagine just a very disgusting. Los Angeles needs it. They got a lot of tents, <laughs> tents in Los Angeles. That's big. How much cum do you think will be in Byzantium? <laughs> ten, ten, uh, twenty-five tablespoons a day. <laughs> That's a lot. That's three square. You come up and they slop it out of a, a thing onto your tray. <laughs> All right. So, what point were you going to make about this? Scene? Well, I'm just trying to co- finish it out. Because so then, um, this guy who buys the gun, he looks kind of like Justin Timberlake. Yes, yes very similar. <laughs> he finishes the the big guy finishes. Jeff finishes the speech about Seth, Byz- Seth finishes the speech about Byzantium. And then uh, the speech is over. Everybody's applauding, saying, wow, Jeff, you're such an amazing guy. Inez is very impressed with him. Inez is wet as hell. (laughs) He's like, uh, I have a podcast. (laughs) And then um, the the guy who bought the gun walks up to him, puts six in his chest. Wow. Shoots the crap out of him. Yeah. But I was thankful. Handgun, right? Yeah. I was really thankful that it was just him because I thought they were sort of alluding to a mass shooting. Oh, I thought yeah. they were gonna kill everybody, but this is 2008. We weren't real mass shooting heavy then. That's right. They were. <laughs> they weren't looking ahead. <laughs> oh no, this writer room. Writers room was really bad, so they wouldn't even thought of that. Probably. There were some rough lines in this show. Yeah, I don't know if I wrote any of them down as like jumping out at me. What was the one that you really hated, Zach? I forget, but it was awful. Uh. <laughs> it was awful. It was almost offensive. <laughs> yeah. So then uh, the kid shoot gets. Sh- Shoots him, and because this is the last episode, we have no sort of context for that. Right, that's the premise of the podcast. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and you know, you don't really feel bad for anybody in the show because they all seem sleazy. Yeah, except for Inez, she seems oily. No, yeah, <laughs> she. I don't feel bad. I like. I have no sympathy for her either. She seems to like be kind of weird. Inez is such a beautiful name. Yeah, yeah, it is. There's a great Portuguese song called Inez if you're interested in hearing it sometime. Oh, really? Yeah. I think that would be a good idea. It's a good, good song. Very beautiful. Yeah. Maybe we can sing it on the, and we'll put it on the Patreon. <laughs> yeah, that's behind the paywall, everybody. <laughs> it's also deep behind the effort wall, but uh, <laughs> it's also behind the paywall. Should we do a little RP, a little role play? Well, did we great. name any of the fucking characters? Inez, Dennis Jimmy, Hopper. Dennis right. Hopper. I'll be Inez. Uh, guy who says the N-word. You're to not going to be Inez. Why not? Because you're just going to talk about your breasts. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'll, oh, fine, right. I'll be Jimmy. Right. Yeah, okay, you be Jimmy. I'll be Inez. All right. All right. I'll be Dennis Hopper. Okay. All right. All right, so Jimmy, Inez, Dennis Hopper. Inez, why are you leaving me? Come on. <laughs> That's a toilet flush. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, you, I'm trying to have a Baby. career in Hollywood, and Baby. you are making it more difficult. Baby, you would never got a chance out there unless you got me. You know that, Inez. Come I am on. Go- I'm up for a very big role. I will be... <laughs> I know what my accent is. I'm up for a very big Why role. Why are you talking like this, baby? I'm Why trying to get a character. Like I'm trying to get a character. I'm going to be up for a very, very big come role. On, come sit on daddy's face. Okay, I will. <laughs> okay, but in a minute. But I am I just got to get a good role for this big, big uh, thing. And I've actually brought yeah, in. Yeah, I got the big, big thing right here, baby. You know that. <laughs> I've actually brought in someone to help me act. Uh, an acting coach. Dennis oh. Hopper is here. He's in the bathroom. <laughs> what? <laughs> Dennis Hopper. Okay, you were in uh, you were in Blue Valentine. <laughs> yes, you yeah. were in Easy Rider. No, Blue yes. Velvet. 
Yeah. Blue Velvet. You were Blue Velvet. <laughs> I wanted to be in Blue Valentine. That's why I, uh, I forgot. But I want to learn about acting from God, a great... My girlfriend's like, so dumb, doesn't even know what movies you're in. Hey, will you shut up? <laughs> All right. You want to know... You're embarrassing me. You're you're killing my career in front of Dennis Hopper. Hey, babe, come over here. Do you want to know what Hold on one like? second. Hold on. Okay. Someone clogged the toilet. <laughs> Who clogged the toilet? <laughs> Look, uh, it's embarrassing. <laughs> I don't know why you need to call you it. It's, <laughs> I invented the toilet, okay? In it's my household, the toilet. full of shit. I can still see it. Oh, my God. What did you eat, Can Mr. I Hopper? ask you something? <laughs> why does your toilet have no water pressure? I shouldn't have, be able to clog a toilet. You should have an industrial toilet. You flush up for urine. You flush down for doo-doo, okay? <laughs> and I flush down... This and, is huge. And this thing did the girth of this thing. I <laughs> yeah. don't even know how you hey, push this hey, out. You ever read a book? You ever read Ernest Hemingway's book, A Movable Feast? That was about <laughs> the feast I just left in the jar. Hey, Dennis, why are you here? <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean, why am I here? Why you, why you I mean? invited him to help teach me how to act, not to teach me how to destroy <laughs> a toilet. <laughs> That we paid a lot. Are we, we, we? I paid a lot for you. Been out there acting. You're not even good at it. I pay. I the mean, bills. What do you do for a living? Set cars on fire, Jimmy? Have you seen? I'm an karate arsonist. Kid. You know this. Have you seen Karate Kid? Of course, I've seen Karate <laughs> Kid. Do you know the character Ralph Macchio played? Is this acting training? <laughs> yes, Who's it is. Ralph Macchio. <laughs> Ralph Macchio, whatever his name is. I was in the original. It's nice cuts. to meet you, Dennis Hooper. I was in the original cut of Karate Kid with Ralph. Oh, Macchio. really? You were. It Mr. was called Miyagi. Karate Kid with Ralph Macchio <laughs> starring. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you would have got all that out when you took that big dump. <laughs> no, that comes up the other way. <laughs> <laughs> and. One of, you know how he has him kind of sand the deck? Yeah, yeah. Mr. Miyagi. I, I had him unclogging a toilet <laughs> because that is how you truly win at life. Yeah, I figure he must have gotten his arms quite a workout with the fucking shitloads you leave in these toilets. Yeah, you yeah. see these forearms? <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're big. Well, Mr. Mister uh, Dennis, what's the deal? Are, are we going to fuck my wife or what? <laughs> we actually have a couch here that we call the casting. I, 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 I need cash, guys. Yes. I'm very uh. difficult to work with. I actually, I do need money. I, I can't, I can't do this. All right, well, well, we don't have any money, but my boyfriend will set any car you like on fire. That's yeah. not good. I need to buy a car. So if you lit one on fire, I would be worse off. Cut your dick off. Okay, I will. <laughs> Alrighty. Okay, that was our episode. Good night, America. Good night, yeah. smooches, everybody. I watched the show. I'm not watching the no show. No way.